Welcome to Export Stories, a podcast featuring first-person insights from the wide and sometimes crazy world of U.S. exporting. Your host for Export Stories is Betsy Olam, president of Olam International, a U.S.-based export management company. Betsy has made a 37-year career of developing global sales and distribution for U.S. companies. Like you, she loves great stories. You don't have to be an exporter to enjoy the stories we're going to share with you each month. We're so glad you've joined us. Now, here is Betsy to introduce today's podcast. Hello, ciao, bonjour, hola, bonichiwa, ni hao, marhaben, namaste, and shalom. Welcome to Export Stories Podcast 2023. You know, thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Betsy Ola. So this is the second in a two-part series of Iowa episodes. You, re- you, um, you know, might remember my allotted episode with Transagra. So I am very excited to interview today's guest. He has received numerous accolades and awards for his success as an entrepreneur developing new markets in Africa for U.S. products. His name is Eddie Jegu, and he joins us from his company headquarters in Muscatine, Iowa. His story is amazing. But first, a word from our sponsor. We are all about storytelling here, and there is another story I want to tell you about. It's the story about how one company can help you solve your commercial real estate needs, whether in town, across the nation, or over the oceans. That company is Levy Commercial Realty, LLC. They provide strategic commercial real estate advisory and brokerage services. I'm talking about retail. I'm talking about restaurants entertainment and distribution. Levy's clients include local legends, regional brands, and Fortune 50 companies known around the world. You're gonna wanna join Levy's select group of clients. Their email is contact at levycommercial.com. That's Levy, L-E-B-Y, commercial.com. And I'll post it on our website. Now back to the show. Without further ado, it is my honor to introduce you to Eddie. Hello, Eddie. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Bessie. Thank you for all. Yeah, it's so great to have you. So we're going to kind of start at the beginning. That's the way I usually do it. So um, I understand from our conversations that you came to the U.S. from Togo, West Africa. Is that right? Yes, uh, thank you, Bessie, for giving me the speed to talk to uh, everyone who listened to us. Yes. Uh, first, I want to say hello to everyone and thank you for the opportunity, especially to promote uh, uh, my business. Uh, so my name is Eddie. Uh, my first name is uh, Nadon, and the last name is uh, Jagu, but you can call me Eddie, it's uh, fine. Uh, I'm a founder and the CEO of uh, Jegu uh, Export uh, LLC company, and uh, my company was uh, created in uh, 2017, and then uh, we start in January 30. Uh, so close now is uh, been uh, six years. So we have been doing the exporting, uh, having experience with uh, uh, international trade. So basically, I was born and raised in Africa, 
and uh, I came in U.S. in um, 2011 and uh, uh, living the American dream and keep working and supporting the, the family. Oh, yeah. Well, let me ask you a question, Eddie. Did you um, go to university in Africa before you came to the U.S.? Yeah, of course. Uh, I have my uh, bachelor degree in Africa uh, in University of Lome, and there I studied in uh, marketing management. So after that, uh, when I, you know, I got a chance to win the program from the government, they call it Lotri. Uh, it's a diversity immigration program. And uh, I got that chance and win that. And then uh, I follow up the process uh, with the U.S. Embassy in Togo. And then uh, this is how I get here in 2011. So um, what brought you to Iowa specifically? All right. So, you know, I came in Iowa uh, first. So when I came in uh, 2011, I stopped by uh, uh, in Illinois. Uh, it's a 45 minute driving from here. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, explain that uh, when I came in uh, United States, uh, you have uh, to pass by uh, uh, many experiences, especially uh, with the language. Uh, you know, my country uh, is a French country, so you have to, you know, change a little bit your language. So I started by uh, uh, learning a little bit English uh, to improve the understanding with uh, American English is not like uh, uh, British English. Correct. So uh, yeah. for that, after that, uh, I find a job in Iowa uh, in 2012 and 2013. And then uh, it's a full-time job. This is how I moved from Illinois to uh, Iowa to uh, start in my uh, uh, journey, yeah. Now, all right, so did you go, you went to school in, in Illinois though, right? When you came here? Yes, yes, yes. It was... Okay, yeah, after the, the English classes, I started with uh, uh, say management, uh, project man to become a, uh, a manager in you know uh, any uh, field as possible so I got a graduation from that uh, uh, school and then uh, I have that in my as my background and then uh, uh, follow my dream as a business owner because I know that uh, uh, before you will start your business here yeah, you might have a little background you know, uh, learning some more skill uh, before you can do anything, yes. So so what kind of uh, work did you do before you started your business? Uh, first, uh, you know, like uh, usually I start in a uh, factory. Uh, I work in a the factory. Uh, they call uh, uh, steel Incorporation. So in that uh, uh, factory, we produce... Uh, a table or a desk or those kind of uh, office tools. So I spent like uh, two years or three years in that company learning how to, you know, manage a team and, you know, make a decision because I, I was a member of a great lead team, but uh, I also learned many things uh, from others, especially how to lead uh, a company. 
Sure, sure. And then yeah. what influenced you to develop your business? All right. So basically, like I mentioned, you know, I have my bachelor in marketing business. So right. my goal since I was a child is to become a, an entrepreneur, uh, become a successful entrepreneur and then uh, uh, grow my business. So that dream is still on me. And uh, I never forget, even if I have a uh, my past job and keep that because it's a living I need to live in you know to do something for a living so uh, I start in uh, that process because I want to do something better for the community and also for you know uh, make a difference in my community that is the goal yeah yeah oh wonderful wonderful and so okay the name of the company again is jegu export llc why that name because uh jegu is uh, part of my last name and then uh, i add uh, 2a 2a is on the name of my business because my wife uh, initially is a aa uh, so i prefer to add uh, 1a uh, in the middle and the other a at the side so it's a Jaguar export LLC. This is how I formulate uh, the company name. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did the same thing. I kept my family name <laughs> in my business. We like that. It, you know, it's just easy. Yeah. What exactly do y'all do? Okay. Uh, first, uh, you know, uh, when I started uh, my business in 2017, uh, uh, the goal is to support the company because uh, my company, Jegu, is a retail, trade, and the wholesale. So the export coming with uh, uh, when uh, uh, I started my retail company, we have a grocery in grocery store. Uh, the grocery store, we do have uh, many items uh, like uh, food, rice, sugar, milk, uh, pasta, you know, fish. Uh, chicken and those kind of stuff but mm -hmm. uh, as uh, I have a little bit you know a friend in Africa and all over they ask me most of the time to you know sell them one of the rice I have in my shop and then uh, I starting by a small package so we ship like a small package to them so this is how I find the international trade interesting. You so export interesting because uh, they request me to ship a little packet like a rice, like a milk, like a yeah. sugar, uh, other type of thing that they do not have in Africa. Right. So this is how we started and by doing the letter in 2017 and uh, 18 also we do the same thing and 19. I find that uh, is very uh, that will be very successful thing if uh, I move I move my business to the other side. I mean that uh, to make a big shipment. You see, to start in doing big shipment uh, like a container shipping a container. So in 2019 we do our first shipment uh, followed by 2020 and 2021. So since now. Uh, we have to keep in improving and grow the business. Wow. I mean, that's a very young business to have grown so fast. Um, yes. So, um, you know, the product, like, I have a question, like milk, you ex do you export milk? 
like in cans or do you export milk and fresh you know is it fresh milk or is it is it uh what do they call that where it's it's it, it will last for a long time i'm just curious yeah uh, uh shipping uh, uh milk we have a two way first we have a frozen one and then the second we have a meat that uh, the milk that is in a can yeah. So if it's a can, it's a dry, it's easy. Uh, we do not need a, a container that have a freezer. Right. But, you know, for yeah, for those uh, have uh, the item that is uh, just a uh, milk in the cans, it's easy. We you know, uh, by we have a connection with the supplier or the manufacturer that uh, we send in the order to them, and then once the order is ready. Uh, I send my freight forward, uh, like a transportation company. Mm -hmm. uh, they go to the house and then I pick up the 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 the, the full orders uh, in the container. We put in container and then from the warehouse to the port of departure, and then uh, from the port of departure to the destination. So let me mention that uh, most of our shipping take like. Uh, uh 45 day to 60 60 day yes. uh to reach the destination depend on the location also yeah i, I was wondering yeah. about do, are there some do most of the ships like go through europe and get transferred from europe or are there some direct ships to from the u.s to africa yeah from uh, u.s to africa Oh, there are direct. There are direct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some of the some of the shipment of vessel uh, are direct. It depends, but some of them they are not. But uh, what I do usually is uh, I prefer the direct shipment because uh, we have a, a little bad experience in the past, and then uh, uh, we we give the opportunity to one of the uh, the vessel, but uh, go to Asia, and then after the Asia, they go to Africa. So it, it take uh, for us uh, like a four month before the 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 clients will receive the goods. So finally, uh, the clients was uh, you know not happy at all because yeah. uh, you know it's not direct uh, way, and then uh, so. Uh, for that, uh, since that uh, experience we have, we have a uh, change the mind to to have a direct shipment. Yeah, sure. I don't blame you. And of course, it is lower cost mm -hmm. if you fill a container and and use a yeah. container. So, yeah. what, tell us about. Let's talk about the markets that you're selling to now. Uh, how many? Mm -hmm. What countries are you selling into? And and do you have like a par partners in those countries who are your distributors or your dealers? How does that yeah. Work? So uh, let me tell you that uh, in 2028 or 2029, 19, uh, when we move forward with the export in June, uh, we face many challenge, uh, especially uh, how to find the right partner. Yes. Uh, because uh, when you want to grow, and you know your business there is some of the skill that you have to learn and then uh, you know before 
know the market very well. So uh, we have uh, we have found a many challenge, especially with the COVID time. Uh, you know that uh, the COVID coming in 2020 and everything is down and uh, uh, traveling also, there is a lot of restriction everywhere. So <laughs> it's very hard to, to yeah, that time is very hard to, you know, to do anything, especially with uh, international trade. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, finding a partner overseas, uh, that time we do everything online. Uh, we got a support with uh, the U.S. commercial service, and then uh, also with a couple webinar that uh, you know my company uh, attend uh, most of the monthly basis, and to learn how we can you know connect to the right partner overseas or connect to the distributor who might. Uh, interest in our product so we uh, we overcome you know that time uh, by uh, uh, after the covid 2021 i traveled myself and you know went to africa and met with the clients talked to them asked them what they need exactly uh, how we can you know supply them how we can uh, deal with them. So those kind of stuff, uh, I met with a couple of people, understand the need of the customer. So this is how we move forward with that. And after that discussion of uh, many uh, uh, experience we have with a distributor, they are very interested in the U.S. market. They want to buy a product from, uh, you know, our U.S. here. They like the quality. Yeah, for every product, if it's a rice, uh, sugar, uh, milk, or uh, even if it's a tomato cans, paste, or crush, they like all those products, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, we 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 do our best to keep pushing forward, and then uh, uh, so supply the demand of our clients. Yeah. Oh, that's that's really interesting. So it's mostly food products. Do you ship anything besides food products? Uh, but you know, basically, um, the goal of our company, Jegu Export uh, LLC, uh, is uh, uh, we we our industry is a uh, food and beverage, okay. uh, food and beverage. But sometimes uh, we have a uh, different requests came from other type of a product like uh, uh, commodity, uh, commodity product like a soya beans, uh, mm -hmm. agriculture product like a corn, like you know, like uh, Iowa, Iowa State, sure. where my business is is located. Uh, Iowa is uh, you know major state of uh, uh, corn. So uh, many Chinese or whatever continent uh, or whatever country uh, looking for, you know, corn and other type of things, soya beans, or even if it's uh, those type of things. So we do commodities sometimes, and then we we act like a broker, okay? We act a broker, so uh, we do not have a farm like you know and then uh, we do that sometime and then we have other type of demand uh, about uh, machinery like uh, you know car uh, you know uh, someone to buy uh, 
maybe the agriculture machinery tools for his farm. Yeah, those kind of order we do have uh, sometimes because sometimes, uh, you know, international trade, uh, a lot of people have a demand, especially to meet his need. So anything that the customer look into, we are welcome to help that customer. But let me mention that uh, almost 90% of uh, our uh, our product is a food and beverage, 90%. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what and what um, countries and cities specifically in Africa are you uh, selling to? Okay. So the country, uh, we have uh, five target market. Uh, the target market, the first country is uh, Togo. Like I mentioned, that is a country I know very well and I know how the market uh, uh, moving around. And we have uh, Ghana, Ghana in West Africa. Uh, we have a uh, Benin, Benin also close to uh, Togo. Yeah. And we have uh, Nigeria. Nigeria also is uh, most of the most popular country in West Africa. Uh, and then also we have uh, Ivory Coast, Ivory Coast also Liberia, and uh, you know basically we have uh, five to six country that uh, we sell into. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, I think I heard at that conference, and we were you and I were at a conference recently, and someone said that Nigeria, the population is growing so such that it's going to uh surpass uh, the u.s population did i hear that right is that true yes uh you know uh a lot of people saying uh even if uh, you see that data uh by you know uh 2015 uh the african population will be double uh so uh, and then also young people you know, so right now, Nigeria are moving forward and, you know, to, uh, and then they grow, the GDP of the Nigeria are growing. So this is a good opportunity uh, for, you know, U.S. company uh, to take a look on that. Uh, that's why as, uh, you know, uh, uh, Africa born and raised there, uh, I find a great opportunity to, uh, move the U.S. product down there and find the uh, interesting on the on particular product that we are selling. Sure. So basically, Nigeria population is growing fast and might double by the in the future. That's that's exciting. It's good for people to mm -hmm. know. So yeah, um, I would also like people just to understand what some of the challenges you know, that you've experienced along the way, because everybody that starts a business has challenges. Now, you mentioned the long mm -hmm. uh, transit time for containers. Mm -hmm. Are there any other kind of issues you had to deal with like that? Yes. Uh, you know, for people who are reading or listening to us, let me tell you that uh, exporting uh, is also complicated but it's always uh, simple. Uh, why I'm saying very simple, because exporting US uh, uh, product, no matter how what how is the product, no matter what product you want to ship, 
there is a lot of requirements, a lot of requirements that uh, you need to follow. Uh, and uh, our business model is a B2B. We most of most most of the time deal with a business to business. Right. And uh, uh, and also sometimes business to government. So if you have to deal with a business to business in exporting uh, uh, field, you have to have a good connection and network in order to succeed. So after the the, the uh, you know the supply chain uh, issue that we do have uh, during the COVID time, uh, there is uh, other challenge that inflation. You know the price of every product increase. Uh, we do have that talent, and when uh, you call your your customer and let them know that uh, you know the price of uh, the current uh, product increase, it, it doesn't sound well. You see, because uh, uh, the buyer seem like uh, you know you trying to uh, you know put interest over the over the uh, the partnership. You see, so. Uh, we have an uh, issue about the inflation, uh, supply chain issue, also because uh, uh, many uh, uh, many shipment or many vessel take a time uh, to reach the destination. You see, and then uh, in order to take forty five day to get to destination, we we take like a sixty day or sixty five day or sometime uh, more than that. So. Uh, those are the challenge, and uh, also uh, after that, how to connect to the right uh, buyer. Those are the difficulties that uh, we find uh, in, you know, uh, very uh, every day of uh, the business life. So we are happy because uh, we got a, a good. Uh, uh, connection with the U.S. commercial service. Uh, even if you have a buyer, they can help you do the due diligence or scan the market on those type of a program or service that they do have. Yes. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, we we talk a lot about the Department of Commerce here. So you mm -hmm. know, on this podcast, we we share stories and and we tell stories about exporting because it it just gives people an idea of the real, mm -hmm. the real world of exporting. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering if you could think about some of your experiences and, and share some stories about, you know, some export, you know, uh, experiences that you've had that, you know, I think we all enjoy hearing about, about that. And whether, whether they were complicated or they went really well, either way, we like, we like those stories. It's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, basically, let me tell you, uh, I'm so happy because uh, uh, we have that opportunity uh, to, you know, uh, talk a little bit about my company. Yeah. Uh, last year, uh, 2020, uh, my company was uh, awarded a winner of the Iowa Export of the Year. So oh, wow. it was a good yeah, it was a great achievement for the company sure. uh, after many, uh, many days of experience. Uh, my company was selected as the export of the year. 
in Iowa uh, by the SBA Small Business Administration. So uh, that means that uh, we are very resilient. Uh, we are not afraid of a failure uh, during the, the third time. So like I mentioned, uh, even if you have to do anything uh, successful, you have to have a passion, uh, passion and motivation for what you want to do. So like uh, exporting US uh, product, no matter how the product is, if you're gonna do the exporting uh, that product, you have to uh, know some basic tools might help you, uh, especially going forward for what you want to do. Uh, we have experience by joining the uh, the government said the government has thousand small business that yeah. my company is, is part of. And then uh, I graduated for that program. And that program helped me also because uh, those tools will teach you how you can direct your, uh, how you can, you know, leverage your business for great achievement. You see? You're so about we choose the I'm sorry, you're talking about the SBA and the Department of Commerce is like two resources. Two resources. Is yes, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Department of Commerce and uh, the SB also are the great resource uh, for you to move forward. And then uh, we being part of those programs to, you know, make uh, uh, great knowledge and learn more, continue improving our business and uh, move forward. So for those who listen to us and want to do or want to explore in and, you know, maybe learn more about our story, we are happy also to share those stories to, uh, to them or whatever they are. But I'm happy. I'm very happy because uh, we are doing great job for the the, the, the society. And thank you for sharing your stories and everything and your experience. Uh, I guess uh, maybe a last question, and this would be advice for ex an, an export entrepreneur. What have you learned about dealing with competition in that market? You know, you must have foreign competition in Africa for some of the goods that you sell. What have you learned about dealing with that? Okay, thank you, Bestie, for that. Uh, you know, for every business that uh, you you have, you know that uh, competition you will have it, and then uh, at the best, uh, uh, I will say advantage and uh, disadvantage of your business. So if you have a good competition uh, uh, strategy, you can win the market. So what we do most of the time, we know that uh, there is a lot of company uh, overseas or international doing the same thing that uh, uh, my company is doing. Uh, so uh, the advantage that me my company have is uh, first the quality. Okay, mm -hmm. first is the quality of the what we are selling. And the second, the offer that we give in to uh, our customer. Uh, that made difference. The offer, especially in selling, uh, how the payment and the payment that we give in to our customer, and the packaging advantage. Uh, do the other company do the advantage of the packaging? Do they sell like uh, in bars 
or in small balls or three balls or depend the the quantity or the 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 size of the the item that the clients look so those are the advantage for my company and also for the the price we give a more flexible price to our clients in order uh, to buy more from us so uh for my standpoint the advice i will uh, uh tell to you know other uh, fellows of small business owner who are listening to us is to be flexible uh in your in your term uh, depending on wherever uh you have to ship your goods to is to be flexible and then uh, you will gain a lot of opportunity in overseas because uh, most of the company uh, in overseas they already have a deal with other company that give them a better deal so in order to win that market you have to bring the better proposition to the company you see what i'm saying basically yeah. so those are the challenges that uh, we face in the beginning of the of the of the of the you know of the shipping or of the exporting but uh, we have learned uh, many day many time and by that we improving and give more uh, advantage and then a competition uh, uh, advantage for our customers so that they could uh, uh, buy more from us so uh, the other the other challenge that uh, uh i'm i'm gonna say is uh uh is to know the market because i know uh, many company uh, seem like uh, overseas kind of risky uh you know i cannot sell my product overseas or i don't know anybody overseas who might be interested in my combo is to know the market that is the first and if you know the market is very easy very easy and then uh, spend the time also uh to learn the story of other like uh, we are doing now you know yeah. i'm happy to yeah to give a little advice uh, for someone who want to do the same uh, especially me my uh uh, uh my uh, target uh, continents in africa uh, of course we deal with other continents like uh, europe uh, middle east uh asia you know uh china thailand uh, those kind of a country but my target uh, you know continents in africa and like recently just back from africa and then uh learn a lot uh, we went africa to promote the brand that we are selling uh, i went to many radio in the in the country uh and then uh basically let me tell you i speak french a yeah. lot so uh you know i do not have any you know issue or challenge with uh uh with uh, the language because yeah. when i went there i speak french when i came in english country i speak english so <laughs> oh, it's helps. very yeah that help a lot so you know uh, some of the company who want to move forward so i think it's gonna be good uh, if you have uh, an interpreter or if if you could translate uh, your website you see your website into uh, many language that will be very helpful 
for people to understand your your goal, your vision, your product, uh, and then uh, also translate uh, a lot of you know digital catalog for your product, and then those things are very helpful if you want to uh, uh, moving forward with for international sell, especially with a different language. Yeah, that that is very helpful. Yeah. Sure. sure. And I, I'm, and from what you're, you're saying, I'm kind of in, inferring that the personal relationships that you've developed with these partners is probably very important, I would assume. Every, yeah, for sure. For sure. The, the personal uh, relationship matter is very matter, like I mentioned, in especially with the competition. If uh, the clients, your clients know that, uh, you know, you and him have a good relationship, yeah. he will prefer giving you the uh, the contract instead of, uh, you know, <laughs> instead of giving the contract to other company because you give them a, a good advantage, uh, especially with uh, competition or whatever that will be. And then it might be very helpful for your company Oh, I think so. Well, Eddie, this was really interesting and enjoyable speaking with you. Thank you so much for being my guest and, and sharing your stories and, and sharing your insight into uh, entrepreneurial exporting, I guess we can call it. So thank you. Yeah, so to finish, uh, I want to thank you, uh, Bestie, for the the opportunity that you give in to my company. Uh, you know, I want to thank you all your team, uh, Andrew also for that opportunity. And then uh, I think that uh, it's a great tool for others who want to, you know, learn from, uh, from your story or from the story of the order to succeed. Uh, because uh, exporting is very huge opportunity for US uh, company like uh, the SBA uh, said almost 95% of the the goods are selling overseas so if you move your product overseas you will you will grow it faster yes. so that will is very good advantage for US company to 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 move so thank you bestie and andrew for your support and yes. may god bless you and keep you safe Thank you so much. Really enjoyable conversation. And uh, so we're going to share uh, Eddie's uh, website on our, on our website. And I just want to say to our listeners, you know, if you have any questions or you want to share your thoughts about today's podcast, you can reach out to me on exportstoriespodcast.com where we'll have a, a page for this episode. Um, and also we're also on Facebook and LinkedIn. And, you know, we'd love for you to join this community of exporters and, and chat together. So thank you for listening. And we'll be back soon with another episode. 
Thank you so much for listening to Export Stories. Perhaps you have a good export story that you would like to share with us or a comment about today's podcast. You can send your ideas and comments to our website at exportstoriespodcast.com or to Betsy Olam on LinkedIn. Subscribe to our newsletter at exportstoriespodcast.com so we can alert you of upcoming episodes and share resources with you. We're building a community of export storytellers, so please share this podcast with your friends who have interest in exporting. 